Hello and welcome to Beyond the Vanilla Bean. I am your co-host Gray. And I am your co-host Kay. Today we are talking about uh, primal prey as a dynamic and as a lifestyle. And with us today are Raptor and Grubuk. Raptor. Babak. Raptor and Grubuk. 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 What you say? How do you pronounce it? Going to click. Yeah, so what is it exactly? Think like grub in the ground and talk like hawk. Okay. And today we have Rocker and Grubok. Fantastic. So, in only as many words as you feel comfortable, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Well, I'm a submissive and tend to do a lot of primal play and um, rope and impact type stuff mainly. I primarily identify as primal. And that's how a lot of my relationships, how I like some of the style, you know, smell, fighting, stuff like that, claws. And anyway, I'm also you know, one of the local riggers in the uh, in the scene around here. As they play with each other, <laughs> kind of clawing <laughs> in the presence of making this podcast. We've begun the scene, ladies and gentlemen. We didn't know we were getting into all of that tonight, but apparently we are. So step back and listen to Primal Play. <laughs> so, just at the basic level, what is Primal Play for you? This is what does it mean? I don't um, know. For me, a lot of people have different definitions, but for me, it's more of a base mode base method of operating and you just kind of a lot of it's go with the moment but it's immersing yourself in the moment very cool how about you um it's following instinct um a lot of the time it ends up tapping into the fight or flight for me and it allows me to definitely tap more into the fight than flight (laughs) very cool now, in your introduction, Rocker, you described yourself as a submissive. Uh, Robert, you do not draw, at least in, in what you described, you have not mentioned yourself as a top or a dominant. So for you, is is probably kind of a 50-50 shot as far as the dominance within that scene? It's, for me, it, I like the struggle between it, you know, developing it. You know who's dominant. You know she might be more dominant in one moment, and I might be in the other. But most of the time, I end up being the one where she calls, "Okay, enough." But on the same, the same token, on the flip side of it, he ends up bearing more of the marks from it than I do. He ends up with claw marks down his arms, his sides, bite marks that. Sometimes leave bruises that last a week or more, and my marks tend to have faded within 24 to 48 hours. So, so you know, who's really dominant in the scene? We really don't know other than the fact that, you know, he does pin me down more, but I also fight away and break away from him a lot of the time, too. Well, Rocker, would you say that you are scrappy? 
in your definitely yeah <laughs> this is primal is where i'm allowed to push back against the convention of you know of being submissive you know he likes prey that's going to bite and scratch and claw more than the one that's just going to let him you know brutalize them it's much more fun when the toys fight back <laughs> <laughs> i know do you find it kind of free absolutely cool what about you grub up you know, a lot of my work and normal life involves a lot of structure, having to plot, plan, and do everything. So being able to be in the moment and go with that, you know, and take in, you know, the smells, the lights, the touch. <laughs> As the scene continues. <laughs> well, we also... In our everyday relationship, a lot of how we communicate is with those primal, those primal urges, those primal senses. You know, I'm constantly running my nails on his hands, on his wrists, you know, on his arms just to say, hey, I'm here. Um, sometimes it's a, you know, I'll reach over and not necessarily viciously bite, but playfully bite his chest, you know, or... There are times that it's like I'm yipping at him. Yeah. Yeah. When we're talking, you know, it, it's that's part of how we communicate. What truth? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, this is of the series, Miller. So that's his belly. What? It was your belly. <laughs> So basically, he needs some prey right now. No, 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 no. That's his body digesting the prey that he had just before we left the house. Meat <laughs> lasagna. Meat lovers. Meat lovers lasagna for dinner. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> we're keeping it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is for, this is a question for each of you. What did you feel uh, drew you to this type of relationship? Wow. Thank you. Dynamic. Well, <laughs> All of that. To the relationship style is just what feels more natural to me. As far as us together, probably when she bit my finger. The night that we met, I kissed his poly tattoo, and within moments, I bit his finger. So, um, for me, it's been something that has evolved. It wasn't just an overnight, but Grobach has definitely brought it out in me and, and has opened my eyes to a lot of it as something that I had had in previous relationships but didn't fully realize or explore it until him. He was my safe place to do that, and I found that I absolutely freaking love it. Yeah, you never had somebody that could basically lose all pain sensitivity 
deep in the thing. Exactly. I really wish you guys could see the way they're looking at each other right now. <laughs> so beautiful. It's so really touching. Is. I mean, so touching to the point where Gray over here is sitting up here hitting on me. Like, I don't know. I think he found inspiration from their talk of primal prey, but I don't know what's going on with his brain. But He's almost know. up on the chair ready to pounce. I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> sir, we, we, we do not have that type of dynamic. So, and if we did, you don't be the prey. I'm well, just I get to fight you. <laughs> oh, but I'm going to fight back. All these 32 <laughs> teeth of heaven since we get, they strong, yo. <laughs> 28. 28 teeth. <laughs> this negotiation that seems to be happening right now. Apparently. <laughs> so what the negotiations look like in kind of figuring out what this was? Oh, we basically asked what we're comfortable with on marks. That we were. I was like, yeah. Okay, scratch marks, five marks, okay. Whatever. Yeah, my big thing was, yeah, when I go back to my home base, I don't need the people I live in live with <laughs> asking questions about visible marks. Yeah, so we keep things where I can easily cover it with clothing. Below the neck on both of us. Yeah, because I'm not going to have people in his work asking questions either. <laughs> oh, so, how was your weekend? What the fuck happened there? <laughs> yeah. If you only knew. If you only knew that was going to be. Oh, well, I'm already here. <laughs> right. You never know what's going on. <laughs> um, but I was going to ask with your negotiations, mm-hmm. um, like, so that was how y'all negotiated to become a part of the dynamic? Like, because you guys are in a relationship, right? Yes, we are. It's not yeah. just casual. The primal aspect of the relationship, that's. Yeah, what that was limited to. But the primal play, the scenes, the scenes that we do, yeah, that was specifically negotiated. And within our relationship, it's just kind of where it's gone. No, it's like, what do you feel like doing? Okay, rope, primal, impact, <laughs> love of everything much, last night. I pretty much ask, okay, which bag or both bags? <laughs> and where do you want to go? What's your favorite part of the dynamic? I can't really choose because, like, there are lots of times that the rope and the impact come into when we do a specifically a primal scene. And there are times, like last night, for instance, we were intending to do a rope and impact scene, but there was primal in that too because he's still, you know, scratching down my back, biting the back of my neck, you know. Kissing me, it's still, you know, it, it bleeds into all of it for us anyway. Do you agree? Yeah, I mean, it, it goes into every aspect of our relationship. That's part of the reason why I primarily identify as the primal. I met to break uh, for station recognition, and uh, we'll be back in just one moment. <laughs>
Hi, I'm Gray. And this is how you connect to your local BDSM community. First, create an account on FetLife. It is the Facebook for kinky people. Set your city and state to your actual city and state. Third, click that city within the places area of FetLife. Or attend matches and events in your local area. This has been how, how you connect, connect with your local BDSM community. community. Yay! Yeah! About primal play. Um, so, talk about what your favorite part of the dynamic is. It sounded like it sounded like the ways in which it leads into the other aspects of the relationship, and the way it kind of fills the two of you. And that is awesome. Um, so, with that in mind, what do you wish people understood about primal dynamics? Uh, talk about this from two perspectives. Like, what do you? Wish vanilla people understood, and also, what do you wish other king people who were not into primal play? What do you wish they knew or understood about the dynamic? Common misconceptions. Yeah. Um, the thing that I, I wish a lot of people knew, especially within the king world, is that primal. There's not always a a dominant and submissive end. There's not always a clear cut who is going to win at the, the end of the primal session. You know, because like I said earlier, you know, he may pin me down and physically dominate me more, but he also comes out with a hell of a lot more marks than I do. You know, that also may be because I have claws that he doesn't. Yeah, I gotta keep my nails down. Fair point. Fair point. Now yeah. one thing that seems to be a common misconception. Now a lot of people are like, Well, isn't that animal play? Not exactly outside of I mean, if you think of it tapping into more of an early man, you know, a man being an animal, but it doesn't have to be related to an animal, although things like lions, wolves, and stuff are common. Mm -hmm. I I do remember when I first came into the the lifestyle that there did seem to be a connection between primal and the, the people who were taking on more and more animal attributes and the furries and that and I can definitely see a difference between the two. It primal is always struck me as more about raw emotion and than the tying it to a certain different identity. Well there there are times that it it blurs because like there are times that like he'll refer to me as his fox or as his rabbit, his bunny. And the bunny is the one that tends to definitely kick a lot more to get away from him, whereas when I'm more foxy, it's I'm more claws and teeth. Yeah, rabbit kicking, that's on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Meanie head. 
like yeah, you know, for some people there there are some blurred lines in there between you know it actually taking on animalistic traits. You know, and there you know for some people there are truly you know the predator and the prey. Mm-hmm. But it's not that way for everybody. Just like you know, dominant, submissive, and switch. You know, it there are various different ways for all of it to work together. So this sounds like a lot of the misconceptions that you wish people in the lifestyle understood. Um, how about vanilla people? What do you want them to know about uh, primal versus play, uh, prey or primal play? Just because you see marks doesn't mean it's abuse. Mm-hmm. He may be scratched up, but that doesn't mean that he didn't ask for it or earn it. I mean, actually, Clark <laughs> seems to be actually one of the common you know, things, except they say, hey, we're playing around and look <laughs> at what I got. I mean, there are people that, you know, lay claws into somebody's bathroom and suck. I know that's where it started for me. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, you know, over the years has evolved from there because <laughs> then I had pe- partners who didn't want any part of my nails. And I had to learn to. That it was okay to put my nails in skin again. How long have you guys been into primal play? Uh, like, respectively, and then together. Um, so, my primal really started with him. Like, when I actually really started to get into it. I've been intrigued by it for quite a while, but we've been together just over five months now. And nobody believes that it's only been five months. But mm-hmm. what about you, Grandpa? Well, off and on, as she mentioned earlier, I'm Polly, and so I've had other partners, and I currently have a wife, and, you know, Rocker's my girlfriend, but for a long period of the marriage, it wasn't, and that wasn't anything that she was involved with, so uh, after we opened up and became Polly, I started finding other partners, and one goes, hey, you're a primal, I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, you're a primal. I was like, okay. So how long ago was that? When, um, I was a couple of years ago. Revelation. How long was what? I say how long? How long ago was that when whoever made that revelation to you? About two and a half years ago or something. Okay. And you kind of hinted at it, but what is Polly? Just so that any readers or any listeners don't know. It's a version of ethical non-monogamy. Essentially, everybody knows, and you're allowed to. Follow your heart wherever it goes. It's maintaining multiple romantic relationships. And it can be sexual, non-sexual. Yeah, it's a matter of, yeah, you're allowed to spread your love as far as you're willing to take it. Yeah, within the bounds of what has been negotiated. Yeah, we're paying respect to the partners that are involved. Right. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Um, So... In ironing out your dynamic, what have you found that works for you uh, in as far as primal prey? He tends to be more of the aggressor. and I'll bat you around a little bit to get you stirred up. Yeah, which my submissive has a very bratty side. Um, So this is definitely where that brat can come out. Because I can smack him, I can bite him, I can claw him to get him going too. Yeah. Okay, cool. So in your opinion... Is there, like, something you think that should be thought of more before entering into this type of dynamic? Um, Like, was there something that you found out and you're like, oh, shit, I wish I had known that, you know, 30 seconds ago? Or, um, yeah. Obviously, you're not getting 30 seconds. You, you have to be aware of the fact that more than likely body fluid 
will happen. There are times that I have drawn his blood. Um, you know, obviously saliva, you know, with biting is going to happen. Um, you know, people that are going to do this definitely want to stay up to date on their STD testing. You know, as you know, there is possibility of, you know, blood exchange. You know, so things can be transmitted. Um, you know, be aware of what your physical limitations are, because there are times <clears throat> between my health issues, his health issues, that we can't do primal as much as we want to, or at least not a big primal play scene that everybody at the club seems to enjoy. Um, yeah, I have a uh, neck injury that basically I got to make sure it's feeling perfectly fine for anything to be an extreme primal event. Uh, if it's acting up any sort of way, I know afterwards I'm going to be pretty much in the bed if that happens. So just be aware of your physical limitations. And know your, your signals from your partner. Because mm-hmm. uh, there are times that I'll bite him and he's not that far in the headspace to be able to withstand or I'll get him really hard to close. And yeah, I'll just laugh it off. <laughs> then pull, spray alcohol on it and go, okay, let's go. If you're in headspace far enough, but there are times when you're like, yeah, I am not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a buildup. Yeah, but there's also there's a huge amount of trust that goes into it because you know there can be serious damage done. Yeah, he could flip me on over. I could go off the mats and hit the concrete, and something goes crack. That person's a wall. Yeah, uh, plenty of times I've broken nails. Yeah, on my on me. Yeah, <laughs> I love that a lot of this. Still goes back around to maintain the safety of yourself and your partner and communicating effectively in whichever ways are comfortable for you. Just within the relationships and the dynamics that you choose to be in, which that's the basis uh, of everything that we do in this lifestyle. If there's not trust and communication, not, none of this will ever work. So, would you say communication is key? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of riding on that. Is there anything that people should kind of steer away from when considering this dynamic? If they're not prepared for marks, if they're not prepared for scars, um, if they're concerned about injury. All valid reasons to kind of step away. It is it is a very, very physical, you know, play style. Fighting, clawing, wrestling, pinning. Sometimes it even goes into, you know, flight and, you know. Running, tackling. Yeah, yeah. Takedowns are... <laughs> Are part of it. There are times that he literally, I'm standing there looking at him like, "What are you going to do now?" And I leap forward and just roll with you onto the ground. Exactly. And, you know, you you have to accept the fact that there's always the possibility of injury if you're going to participate in in being primal. There's so when I think about primal, uh, within the play space we have, some of the most interesting scenes I've watched have been primal. However, it also lets me know that with my wibbly-wobbly knee the way it is, that might be an aspect of this lifestyle I can't do because there is that level of unpredictability. And that's very interesting to me. I'll get you a knee, Gray. Well, that gets into one of the harder points of primal is learning to control while you're in the moment. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, being aware, of, hey, you've got a bad knee. You know, watch out for that knee and everything else you do, but still be in the moment. That's kind of one of the harder points a lot of people are 
at getting down. Yeah, I'm aware of the fact that Grabbuck has this neck injury. So I know when we're in that, that headspace, I can't grab his neck. Mm-hmm. I can grab his arms, his legs. You Take know, a chunk his, out of my arm. <laughs> or out of your side. That's the last place I made you bleed. <laughs> yeah, but I know I can't. I can't go and you know, reach for his neck to take him down that way. You know, he knows because a lot of my migraines come from issues with my neck. He knows, yeah, you know, there's only so far he can take me with controlling me by my neck. Yeah. You know, or so, hair. Yeah. Or hair. He can't pull on my hair certain ways or it's going to put me into an instantaneous massive migraine. You know, so those are things that we watch out for with each other, but it's, you know, I trust him to know where to pull back and he trusts me, you know, with the same thing. And that's part of where they neck down, <laughs> no, you know, below the neck, you're good. That's yeah. kind of how we've been able to keep that in there. Very cool. Again, I, I just love the, that the core of this is, it still remains the respect for your partner, knowledge of your partner, and aware of your partner's needs and limits. Me too. <laughs> I will co-sign that, Mr. B. So let's take a brief minute and let's uh, move to our kink in media. Kink in the media! Woo! Yes. Go ahead. All right. So I don't know if you guys have heard of, I'm not really sure how to say her name, but Tanqueray. Yeah. Um, at this point, but a few weeks ago, she uh, did a post for Humans of New York. And basically, she's a 70s era ex stripper who um, basically kind of, I'm not going to say she told all because she didn't tell everything, but that's to be continued. But one of the things she brought up is that there were men and women who came to her because they couldn't do things that they wanted to do with their spouses. So like one thing she brought up was like, you know, sometimes there would be people who would cross dress and they didn't want to bring that into the family life. Or there were others who were into S and M. And since you're listening to us, you're into S and M. So, yeah, I thought that was cool. So, if you get a chance, read it, find out about it, shoot us a a message on Twitter or Gmail or Facebook or something to let us know that you read it and give us your thoughts. What I'd like to take away from that is that what I think about. They're just still having their scene over here. Oh, yeah. Me. I'm trying not to let her. <laughs> so, scratching lightly. <laughs> when I think about Tanker and her, her mentioned the fact that people are coming to her to meet needs, um, it always brings me back to laws and societal pressures and this notion that gender conversations, orientation, pronouns, BDSM, and all that is new and this new generation is freaking out. But it really harkens back to me that all of this is old. 
and it, it comes out any way it can. Boy, bingo. I mean, you're reading my freaking mind. I was about to make a comment about how it is, you know, people always say, oh, it's these newfangled stuff. It's these young people, these millennials, this Gen Z, this Gen X. Like, they, the intergenerational, you know, they're the ones coming out with all this newfangled crap. Air quotes, guys. Um, but it's been around for forever. Ever. Like you can go back, like leather and stuff goes back, you know, century, you know. And kink has always been around. It's just always has been hidden. And like articles like this just bring to forefront that no, this is nothing new. This has been. This is just history, like repeating itself. You know, oh. it's gone on. It wasn't. Okay, then it's becoming a little bit more mainstream now, but it's still not at a level where we can just hang our kink flags on the door pit, on the door step. Yeah, right, right, right neighborhood, you good? <laughs> <laughs> Polly is that way too. I mean, it was in the royal courts, you know, back in the times of yeah Henry VIII and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was you know. People had mistresses. You know, ladies had lovers. And everybody knew that that's what everybody did. And they didn't care. So what's the big deal about us doing it now with any consent? Okay. So <laughs> now it's time. Are we done? Yeah. 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 So I'm going to try a new segment. And if it doesn't work, it's going to get scrapped. But just go with me, guys. Okay. So this new segment is called Kay Doesn't Have a Name Yet. Beat us in fast play. Um, so what we're gonna do? We're an association. So we're gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna say a word, and then we're gonna go around quickly saying the first thing that comes to our mind. Okay. Now, do we have to do to the previous word or the initial words? Okay. Or either. <laughs> that would be interesting if you you could yeah. Primal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just biting the back of the neck. That's what it's more of a visual image on that one. In my head. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> Struggle. Um, Deviant. Hmm. Deviant is our next word. <laughs> Variety. <laughs> Fun. The best way to live your life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have one word that comes to that. Yeah. Yeah. Pray. Ouch. Lunch. Dinner. <laughs> Serve. <laughs> Would you do that? Mm-hmm. 
I feel like I kind of thought on that. This one. Collars. Yeah. Collars. Devotion. Commitment. Chain. Love. Mm-hmm. Rituals. Passion. Cuddles. Vida. Structure. No. <laughs> What is a good example of a life like you find? Snapping a whip behind somebody's head when you have no intent of actually hitting them with one. Mm. It could also be um, putting somebody in predicament bondage. Mm. And they have to choose between breathing or having their clitoris ripped open by (laughs) by coconut rope. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It is wonderful. I knew there was a reason. You missed that one. No, he does not do that to me. He does that to another play partner. (laughs) Very cool. Well, we are about at the end of our show, but we want to say thank you so much to Rocker and Grubbuck for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for having us, y'all. As the music comes on, uh, that is from Mama Honey. Uh, you can reach us at B-Y-O-N-D Vanilla on most social media. I know on Twitter and Instagram, and I believe it, we're at Facebook. Uh, our effect life is wow. the Vanilla Bean as our scene continues here. <laughs> we may finally have a winner. Thank you for, for joining us. Thank you for joining in another episode of Beyond the Vanilla Bean. Bean. <laughs> Bean. Thank you.